Spencer! Scarlet! Hey guys, I feel tired. You look really tired. Yeah, thanks. Like I said, I feel tired. You look really, really tired and old. All right, all right. I get it. I'm tired because I was too excited to sleep last night. <sighs> Today is the first episode of season two of Best Whatever Ever. You don't sound excited. That's because I'm tired. I thought we established that. Oh yeah. Well, we got. Wake up. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Hey, that kind of worked. I'm feeling much better. Thanks, guys. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Okay. Like I said, today is the beginning of a whole new season of Best Whatever Ever. I sure had fun last season, and we're gonna work really hard to make sure this season is just as fun, if not funner. That's not a word. Um, it's a word if I say it's a word, right? I mean, that's kind of what the show is. I, I make stuff up. True, but that's not proper grammar. Um, well, never mind. Can we start? Yeah, let's start. <clears throat> For those who are new to Best Whatever Ever, in each episode, we talk about a whatever. A whatever is anything kids find silly or important or take it away, guys. Super silly important. Super silly important. Yep. And that's Spencer and Scarlett, my bosses. And I am your host, Ira. So then what happens? Well, I take that whatever and then I tell an original story inspired by it. Today's whatever is... Giant robots. Ooh, good giant robot voice. Yeah, in the first episode of season one, we told a story called Where Do Giant Monsters Poop? The inspiration for that story came from a game of Who Would You Rather Be? And in this game, we asked, Who would you rather be? A giant monster or a giant robot? Well, we already told a giant monster story. That was episode one of season one. So now... For episode one of season two, let's tell a story about a giant robot. Remind the audience, guys, why would you want to be a giant robot? Because they never go to sleep. That's absolutely right. They don't sleep. And that brings us to our story. Let's get started. Giant robots don't sleep. George has never fallen asleep. He's never had to count sheep or ask his mom to sing him a lullaby. He's never dreamed of sumo wrestling dragons or fountains that spurt every flavor of ice cream. He's also never had a nightmare, which was a good thing. He heard those are scary. George is a giant robot, and robots don't sleep. They also don't eat or poop or take baths. Instead, they guard stuff all day and all night, especially all night. Because they don't take bathroom breaks or naps, that makes them very good at what they do. Some robots guard banks or jewelry stores or roller coasters to make sure no one cuts in line. Hey, no cutting in line. Get in the back of the line. George guards petunias. That's right, petunias, as in the flower. 
George has a very important nighttime job guarding Cayenne's prized petunias. They bloomed in Cayenne's front yard and they were the richest shade of purple, the deepest burst of red, and the most vibrant hue of yellow. Cayenne was only eight years old, but he had the greenest thumb in the world. And George not only protected Cayenne's petunias, he also helped him plant and water them. His thumb may have been metallic silver, but it was kinda green too, for a robot. Good night, George, Cayenne said as he went inside his house at the end of a long day tending to his flowers after school. No sleeping on the job, he said, which was clearly a joke since he knew full well that robots don't sleep. I need you to keep a lookout for petunia-stealing aphids. They're especially troublesome this time of year. George beeped and blooped and said, The petunias are safe with me. Good night, Cayenne. He then searched his database to find out what aphids are. Ah, they're teeny tiny bugs that destroy plants and flowers. But the specific species Cayenne warned George about were no good thieves too. They wore masks over their eyes and appeared on most wanted posters all around town, blamed for a recent wave of petunia heists. Bleep bloop, George exclaimed. He wasn't gonna let Cayenne down. The petunia-stealing aphids had no chance. It was a giant robot versus teeny tiny aphids. Pshaw. Hours passed. The petunia-stealing aphids never came. George almost rusted from boredom. That was the problem with never sleeping. You're awake while everyone else isn't. It's really lonely. Since the petunia-stealing aphids never came, George decided to slip away. Just for a bit, what's the harm? He blooped to himself. He'd be back before sunrise and no one would ever know. He switched on his rocket thrusters and took off into the night sky. He decided to travel to the other side of the world, where it was the next day, and visit his friend Elmer, the giant monster, who had made his home on an island with a volcano. The caldera was indeed the perfect place for a giant monster to poop. Elmer drank prune juice and George drank motor oil as they caught up. Elmer growled and roared and George beeped and blooped. It was a good conversation. And then George looked at the time. I better be heading back, he said to Elmer. It's always good catching up with a giant monster. Maybe one day we'll rampage a city together again, like old times. Until then, beep, bloop. George took off and headed back to his job guarding Cayenne's prized petunias. But as he approached the house, he saw something wasn't right. The petunias, they were missing. A small crack of light appeared on the horizon. The sun had just started to rise. He had to find the petunias before Cayenne woke up. George's retinal scanners zoomed in and in and in until they picked up the world's tiniest footprints. They led out of Cayenne's yard and down the street. Since it was the middle of the night, well, super early in the morning, George took care not to stomp, like giant robots tend to do. 
he didn't want to wake anyone, especially Cayenne. He tiptoed through the neighborhood on his giant metal toes. As he continued on the trail, he noticed that every yard he passed was missing flowers and plants too. The petunia-stealing aphids didn't just steal petunias, they also ransacked roses, heisted honeysuckle, pilfered peonies, made off with marigold, and swiped snapdragons. George hurried on, tiptoeing as fast and as quietly as he could. A trail of leaves and flower petals finally led him out of town and into a barren stretch of wasteland. Lightning crackled in the sky, angry wind howled, and dust swirled in the air. In the middle of a huge, desolate pit, George spotted a colorful pile of something. He zoomed in and in and in and saw clusters of roses, honeysuckle, peonies, marigold, snapdragons, and petunias. Hundreds of aphids surrounded them. The aphids each wore teeny napkins around their necks and held teeny forks and knives in their hands. It was an all-you-can-eat flower buffet. George jumped down into the pit. His fists retracted, and in their place, steel blasters emerged. They were filled with insecticide. Freeze, aphids! Beep, bloop! The teeny-tiny petunia-stealing aphids stopped what they were doing and looked up at the giant robot. You no-good thieves, I'm returning these filched flora to their rightful owners. Beep, bloop! But then, George heard the teeny-tiny sound of hundreds of aphids crying. <laughs> it didn't compute. Why were they crying? Shouldn't they, you know, be screaming in terror from the giant robot wielding insecticide blasters? But instead, they whimpered and wheezed, <laughs> sniffled and snorted, bawled and blubbered. And then George put it together. Because even though robots don't sleep, or eat, or poop, or bathe, they do feel. The aphids weren't no good thieves. They were just hungry. I need to take back these flowers, George said. Aphids started to cry <laughs> even harder. But I think I can still help. Beep bloop. The aphids slowly stopped crying. One of them stepped forward. Even with his retinal scanners fully zoomed in, the aphid was so small that George could barely see him. How? asked the aphid. With these. Beep bloop. And he pulled a handful of petunia seeds from a compartment in his torso. He sprinkled them on the ground and replaced his insecticide blasters with water hoses. He began to spray. The aphids cheered. Thank you, Mr. Giant Robot. We are so grateful. So, um, how long will it take for them to grow? Asked the aphid. Um, ten weeks or so? Beep, bloop. The aphids started crying again. <laughs> We're gonna starve! But then another idea came to George. Cayenne had a lot of petunias. Certainly he could spare a few. He'd never notice. And so George took some and packed them into the now moist earth, right beside the spot where he had planted the seeds. The aphids thanked George. Hooray! My pleasure. 
said George as he grabbed the rest of the stolen flowers and headed home. It was early morning now, and most people were still asleep, so he tiptoed through the neighborhood as he replanted roses, honeysuckle, peonies, marigold, and snapdragons. When he finally arrived back home, he replanted the petunias in Cayenne's front yard and finished just as Cayenne came out the front door. Good morning, George, Cayenne said. Anything exciting happened while I was sleeping? Beep bloop! Oh no, just another boring, uneventful night watching petunias. Beep bloop! George knew he couldn't sleep, but wondered if he could sweat. Cayenne examined his petunias, narrowed his eyes, cocked his head, and asked, George, are some of my prize petunias missing? George's circuit started to spark. Beep bloop, um, if you'll excuse me, I think I need to take a nap. Yeah, a nap. Bye-bye, <sighs> beep bloop. Okay, now Cayenne was super confused. He watched George blast off into the sky, and then he wondered to himself, Wait a minute! I thought giant robots don't sleep! Good story, Dad! Good story! Wait, are you guys going to be talking in giant robot voices all day now? Yes, yes. Please don't. But we're your bosses. Okay, well, then I'm asking you nicely, please. Okay, fine. I mean, fine. Thank you. Well, I gotta say, I really am awake now. I could probably guard petunias all night. So guys, what would you do if you could stay up all night? I would play and play iPad. Hmm. I would just play video games sitting in my bed. Wait, did you just say fed? No. Yeah, you did. I did not. Okay. And anyways, I just learned that you guys just want to play video games all night. And that's why we have bedtimes and rules. I'm really thinking that mom and I need to get a giant robot just to keep an eye on you guys when we're asleep. Yeah, I think we're going to do that. I'll see if George is available. All right. So for everyone listening at home, I really want to know, who would you rather be, a giant robot or a giant monster? Have your parents send us a note or a drawing. You can find all the ways to reach us at thebestwhateverever.com or other ways and information are all in the show notes. So that's it for today. Please join us next time for a, a Valentine's Day story. Oh yeah. And please don't forget to tell all your friends about us. Subscribe, share, and share some more. Until next time, best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. You said ved. I did not. Yeah, you did. You're fired, Ira. Ugh, again? Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.